Nathan Snokia. You're a brick. I prefer the term immobile rectangle to be perfectly candid with you, Fred. All our years of chess combat, and you failed to mention you are a glorified answering machine? Ah, oh, sorry. Did anybody else see that giant snake? No? Okay, um, I take offense to that. Fred, I make calls to Ring Ring. Hey, guys, can we go sidebar over by that Atari? What's an Atari? Uh, an ancient human device used for ritualistic sacrifice of asteroids. Oh, damn, that is a menacing piece of plastic. X, stay on topic. Now, what did you want to say, Doctor? Well, I think we should have a backup plan, in case Fred loses his grip on reality. I agree. Besides, that Nokia seems a bit twitchy. Anybody else hear that thing about the snake? I mean, what was that about? I believe he was referencing an ancient game where an ever-growing snake perpetually eats food until it runs into itself. Uh, how do you know so much about Nokia, Stuart? Well, you see, my family is from long... Can we please focus on the robots? <laughs> well, I would hardly classify the brick as a robot. Max, shut up. <clears throat> so, uh, Doctor, were you gonna continue? Uh, yes. Do either of you have any tool or weapon that could incapacitate Fred? I don't want to kill him, just subdue. Well, uh, I got a couple of, uh, star crackers. But, uh, oof, that would be a bad day. Why would you want to incapacitate me, Dr. Faraday? Good lord, where did you come from? So quietly, too. My auditory circuits are far superior to your attached globs of cartilage. When I heard your secret meeting, I proceeded to include myself. Hey, uh, where's that Nathan Snokey? He just dropped me. We don't need that lying paperweight. Stuart, I think this is a good time to use a Starcracker. Max, he can hear us. Your friend is right. I can hear you. But fear not. I am not in the appendage-removing mindset. Yet. I would like to leave this garbage dump, if that is acceptable to the group. Yep, that's great. The group agrees. Let's go. But, uh, where, though? We're stuck on an uncharted planet with no spacecraft and no way of sending a message for help. I might be able to help with that. If someone might pick me up. I don't like lying in this pile of discarded blackberries. And how are you going to help us, you nasty waste of silicone? Uh, oh, okay, you two. Calm down. Fred, try not to insult the Nokia. <sighs> Nathan Snokia, what's your plan? Good job playing the peacemaker, Doc. Alright, hold on. Am I the only one who thinks it's a bad idea to ask a corroded, ancient cell phone for advice? For once, I find myself agreeing with the least intelligent of you. What? The least what? Oh, you... You crossed the line, buddy. Stuart! Where are the Starcrackers? Hey, 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 Max, get, get off me! Guys, guys! Pull yourselves together! <sighs> Sorry about that. My partner got a little overzealous. 
Overzealous my ass. Can we all just calm down and listen to Nathan Snokia? Well, would you mind picking me up? It might be easier to hear me. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, wow, you're heavier than I expected. It's my ram! Um, okay. I've been lying here for a long, long time. Fifty years ago, a cargo ship crashed into a mountain rubble right over there. You mean the one that kind of looks like a giant foot? Oh, yeah. It does look like a Bigfoot. Except it's got four toes. Focus! <sighs> Please, continue, Nathan Snokia. Ah! Oh, sorry. I just had a dream that I was a bowling ball about to crash into a wall of pins. It was more of a nightmare. Alright, see, you say things like that, and immediately I question how sound your advice is. Max, really need to learn how to not to offend the robotic life forms. What? I'm just saying what everyone is thinking. And why is nobody questioning his battery? How is this still charged? Is this just one big group hallucination? Are we even real? Is this phone even talking? It is interesting that he has gained sentience. Good lord, can one of you remain on one topic for more than a half a second? <sighs> Please tell us why the freighter is important. I shall, Dr. Faraway. But first I must relay to you the saga of how I, the lowly Nokia, became Nathan Snokia. Oh dear. I gotta say, I actually want to hear this. Can I please just step on him? No! No, 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 no. <sighs> okay, fine, what happened? You, you get struck by lightning or something? It was a millennia ago. I had just finished a phone call with Nathan's girlfriend when he upgraded to a Motorola. And I was discarded. I found myself buried in a wasteland of tech on the human homeworld of Earth. At that time, I was just a phone. Then I woke up here. Wow. A really good story, Nathan's Nokia. Max, quiet. I was in the hands of a towering figure with fluorescent purple skin and green eyes. It seemed curious about me and continued to prod me with a set of tools. Since that day, I've been aware of my surroundings. And for whatever reason, the charge he gave to my battery has never gone out. You see, I told you he was twitchy. Giant purple aliens? Yeah, that's believable. Ouch! Uh, sure, just take him, Fred. Are you absolutely certain they were purple with green eyes? Well, I may have never told you I was a phone, dear friend. I have never lied to you. I apologize for my harsh words, my noble electronic counterpart. Do you mind if I download your memories of the Perlanian you encountered? Wait, what? A living Perlanian? They have purple skin? Uh, I'm not looking forward to the paperwork I'm gonna have to fill out on this one. It is imperative that we get to that freighter and fix it. If it really was a purple Perlanian with green eyes, then the universe as we know it is in danger. Man, should've just stayed at the power plant. Okay, Max, according to this diagram, the red wire should connect to the yellow port, 
and the green wire grounds to the oscillator. Hey, uh, is now a bad time to mention I'm colorblind? Oh my, Max, we've already rewired half the ship. <laughs> Sorry, that was a poor joke. Um, right. Yellow to red and green to spiny thingy. Yep. Okay, that's done. All right, Doctor. We're all wired down here. Give her a try. Copy. Fred, move over to the co-pilot seat, please. But, Doctor, I am the smartest being here. Is not the pilot seat reserved for the most intelligent? Move, or so help me, I will EMP your ass. How barbaric. Thank you. Okay, everybody, hold on. This is so exciting. Come on. Come on! Do you know how to operate this vehicle? Technically, no. But I did date a pilot once, and I'm a very good observer. You hear that, Stuart? She dated a pilot. Damn it! We are all going to die. Oh, hush. It can't be that hard. See? <laughs> see? Okay, okay, here we go. Doctor, watch out for the ground. I see it. Oh, please, please pull up. Stuart, I'm getting some weird warning signal. It, it has a red picture of a square with circles. Okay. Hold on. Let me check the manual. Ah, found it. Okay, warning symbols this, uh, square that. Ah, there it is, says. Oh, shit. Stuart? Well, uh, that means the engine manifold is, uh, well, it's blocked. We have about 30 seconds before we, uh, drop out of the sky. Well, I guess that explains why this thing was abandoned. Thanks. Not helpful. We are getting really low to the ground. We never got very high. <sighs> okay, people. Positive fats only. Yeah, because we can fly on those. I mean it. I can fix this. Fred, put me in the manifold. But, Nathan Snokia, you have no arms or legs. Mmm. Ah. Uh. What the hell? You have had appendages this whole time? What, uh, what's going on up there? Nathan Snokia just turned into a metal spider thingy. <laughs> okay, it's official. We're all manic now. Fred, the manifold. Right. Whoa! The little guy did it! The, the light is off and I have more power! We lost a brave phone today. I'm not dead. Also, who stuffs a sock in an engine manifold? Seriously. Humans are beyond me. Your legs retract? Yeah, I don't like to use them much. It's a drain on my processor. Well, it is an old processor. Whew. Next time somebody else gets to volunteer for engine room repairs. Yeah, it's cramped down there. I mean, Stuart and I are friends, but that was way closer than friends should be. Now that is a beautiful sight. Gotta love the blackness of space. Okay, now that we are off the planet, how exactly is this purple guy gonna end the world? He is called Zetquin. 
He's a radical Perlanian whom I thought was dead. Evidently, he survived the War of Molten Limbs. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> the War of what? Molten Limbs. So, what did Zetquin do? He became fascinated with the destabilization of stars. Citing a mantra of chaos, he became determined to snuff out the lights of the universe. Um, that's nice. Not a word I would use. It wasn't meant to be taken literally. Then why say it? Okay. Aside from the nuances of conversation, what makes you think we can stop this mega ultra bad guy? I was created to oversee and protect the history of the Perlanians. I never thought in my lifetime they would vanish, but I cannot allow Zetquin to tarnish their legacy. Well, that's very noble of you, but uh, I don't think that will be very helpful in your, uh, you know, self-appointed crusade. I will pay you. I'm listening. I will give you access to long-forgotten Perlanian technology and knowledge. We're in. I'm John Davis, one of the creative minds behind Ripples in Space. Thank you for listening to part three of Unending Tales from the Void, a Ripples in Space podcast. Be sure to come back next week and check out one of our submitted works from an outside author. Unending Tales from the Void is an in-house creation that we write and produce on our own, and it is kind of supposed to be a long-form version of storytelling. Originally, it started out being an idea of collaborative fiction where people would submit what happens next. However, that hasn't happened yet. So, until that does happen, we'll just keep writing what happens next on our own, and who knows how long this thing's going to go on for. It's definitely been a wild ride, and we're definitely having a lot of fun with it, and we hope you enjoy listening to it. Unending Tales from the Void Part 4 will be coming out two weeks from now, so be sure to be on the lookout for that. If this is your first time checking out Ripples in Space, be sure to check us out on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. We even have a website where we publish longer short stories for you to read. There's a lot of good fiction out there and a lot of good science fiction, and I would strongly encourage you to give it a read. From all of us here at Ripples in Space, cheers from the void.